I'm Kate Daniels. If you're like me and the short, dark days as we move toward winter really begin to wear on me, the sparkle of lights on the trees and the buildings really lifts my spirits. And today, we're going to get some insights into how this magic happens. It's actually teamwork, the work of various entities and businesses in the city, all part of the Downtown Seattle Association. And with us this morning, we have John Scholes, president and CEO of this important group. Let's meet John so that he can inform us and I think impress us with all the activities, both for the holiday season and throughout the year. John Scholes, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. My pleasure, Kate. It's uh, really wonderful because uh, partly it's a wonderful time of the year and it feels so magical downtown. And uh, you, as it turns out, are part of, we'll say, a larger team, right, that is spearheading uh, all the things or coordinating what goes on downtown to make it feel so magical. It's a great time of the year in downtown Seattle during the holidays, uh, kicking off uh, the day after Thanksgiving with the tree lighting ceremony at Westlake uh, Park and around Westlake Center and the lighting of the Macy's Star and the Macy's uh, Parade. And it just gets better from there, from uh, uh, traditions that have been happening for 20, 30 years to lots of new uh, reasons and experiences in downtown. And they're all in one great place. You can come down and park once or take the train and take a bus or uh, or uh, grab a taxi, Lyft, or Uber, lots of ways to get here, and then you can explore so many different things uh, all in one great place. Yes, one great place. Plan, though, for potentially multiple trips or maybe plan to spend a weekend downtown because there really is so, so much to explore. Yeah, everything from, you know, Seattle Center and their great Winterfest uh, Festival, which is just chock full of events and programming and from carolers to the one of my favorites is the uh, big model train that they set up every year in the armory, which is just a blast. If you're a kid or uh, or uh, older than that and you're an adult, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So if, you know, Seattle Center's got a ton of stuff going on, all the way down through the uh, retail core, our arts and cultural uh, institutions, and the theaters, and of course the Nutcracker and Pacific Northwest Ballet, uh, through the retail core and the Pike Place Market is all decked out. And then down into Occidental uh, Park and Occidental Square into Pioneer Square this year, we're doing some new programming and events in that park with uh, carriage, horse carriage rides, uh, some ice sculpting, uh, a new art installation. And the Occidental Mall uh, just north of the stadiums is uh, just looks gorgeous, all lit up, three blocks of uh, lit London plane trees. It's uh, quite a sight and a beautiful uh, holiday site in uh, in the Pioneer Square neighborhood. So blocks and blocks of streets lined with these lights, which just really contributes so much more to the magic that uh, you can't help but feel really uplifted and invigorated to be in this atmosphere. Isn't that right? Yeah, these are certainly darker days in our in our region, right? But uh, downtown is uh, is really lit up and sparkling. Uh, I remember coming up as a kid from Tacoma and taking the I-5 and getting off at that Seneca Street exit, and you see 6th Avenue lit up and 5th Avenue, and it's just a magical time. So many of our avenues and streets are uh, are lit up, and then um, Westlake Park and Occidental Square uh, also are full of lights and activities and events, uh, including the Holiday Carousel, which is lit up 
certainly, and uh, and spinning through the holidays. And that's a 30-year tradition that the Downtown Seattle Association has been uh, bringing to uh, 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 folks in downtown, and it's become a real a part of many people's holiday uh, tradition. And they come downtown, they ride the carousel, make a donation to Treehouse, which is our great nonprofit partner that serves foster kids in Washington State. Uh, and then from there, they can experience uh, lots of uh, other uh, events and programs and traditions um, just down the street. One of my favorites is the uh, the corner window at Macy's at 4th and, uh, and Stewart there with the uh, train set and the whole uh, winter village and gondola that they set up and and just peering through that window uh, is is always uh, a stop I make uh, at this time of the year and and fun to do so with my kids and watch other people just enjoy that site that Macy's has been setting up for many many years. Exactly that sense of tradition, the things that repeat themselves and really stay planted in our hearts and as you say, you bring your kids now, being able to share that with other family members, with visitors that come and spend the holidays with us, to take them into this magical space is really a, a, an incomparable kind of gift. You just can't buy that sort of thing. Yeah, and you can come downtown for the things you know, but one of the best things is sort of stumbling upon things you may not have known were happening and, and sort of that sense of exploration of of wandering the streets and, 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 you know, wandering into a great restaurant you've never been to or stumbling upon some great holiday programming or events. Uh, one of those longtime traditions, it's also one of my favorites in celebrating its 25th year is the uh, Sheridan Hotel's Gingerbread Village. And if you haven't been to this, um, it's just a phenomenal display of uh, gingerbread architecture by some of Seattle's best design and architecture firms set up in the lobby of the Sheridan, and it's the 25th year uh, that this has been taking place, and they're just over-the-top, incredibly detailed works of uh, art and cookie craft, as they say, um, and designed in partnership with uh, local architecture firms and the Master Builders Association of Washington. It's just an incredible site over at the Sheridan at uh, uh, 6th and Union, uh, between uh, Pike and Union there. And so one of the things that happens with the uh, gingerbread display is that's also a fundraiser. I mean, it's free, of course, to stroll through there and see, but we can make donations, right? Yeah, absolutely, to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And that's what's so great about a lot of these holiday events in downtown. There's great partnerships between the business community and nonprofits in our community that are working hard to uh, help people that are in need throughout the year, and particularly at this time of year. So, uh, so many of these events and programming programs from the carousel to the uh, the gingerbread village are are going to support the great nonprofits that do really terrific and important work in our community. Yes, and that's uh, such an important uh, foundation to all the spirit of the season is that in this enjoyment we get to help those in need and and do it in such a way it doesn't require a lot, but there's so many of us that the little adds up to a huge lot. Yeah, and one of those opportunities is just right around the corner, uh, Friday night, uh, Figgy Pudding in downtown Seattle uh, to support the Pike Place Market Foundation. And a longtime tradition that's one of my favorite nights in downtown. Uh, on a Friday night, uh, many of the streets are, are shut down for uh, carolers to compete with one another and uh, and for all of us to sort of come out and enjoy that. Uh, and then there's a great judging competition right at Westlake uh, Park 
into the evening. And this has been a great tradition. And people come from around the region to spectate and view and enjoy the uh, caroling, but also uh, people coming from around the region to participate. And it really shows that downtown is everybody's neighborhood. Uh, it's a place that all are welcome uh, from throughout the region. And, uh, and we see thousands of people coming downtown uh, to either participate in caroling or to, uh, to listen and, and, and judge and enjoy the evening. And all of that goes to support uh, the Great Pike Place Market Foundation. And one plug for the market, if uh, folks haven't been recently, the market just went through a terrific expansion, expanding to the west towards the water, opening up a whole new area of the Pike Place Market, the largest expansion in decades at the market. Uh, and that's a brand new piece of the market that will then connect to the Central Waterfront Park that will be under construction over the next couple of years. But if you haven't been uh, by the market lately, that just opened in June of, of this year and is a whole new area to explore with new retailers and space for vendors and a great view uh, over Elliott Bay. And one of the things, now I haven't been down there yet this season to see the market, but in past years, I just love how the roof line is lined with with trees all lighted up. And so that's also very festive. Yeah, it's great. And you can also pick up a, a tree there if you'd like and, and take it home. They, they've, they'll, they'll sell you a tree right under the under the market sign there. And it's a, it's a great festive atmosphere right in the middle of downtown. So again, so many different areas to explore. Be sure to uh, really plan for enough time and uh, even plan to come back on repeated weekends or weekdays too. It just is ongoing throughout the entire month. Yeah, there's no way you can take it all in in just one day. Uh, and uh, so I encourage people to uh, plan an evening during the week when you come down and have dinner and, and maybe take in a, a great show and, and bring the family down on a weekend. Lots of ways to get here, more ways to get downtown than ever before with the extension of light rail and more bus service, lots of options. Uh, one of those, if you're, uh, if you're coming in, a, in the car and looking for a place to park, uh, we've made it easy for you to find uh, affordable parking in downtown. If you go to downtown Seattle, parking.com, it lists all the garages in the retail core and uh, along the waterfront and in Pioneer Square with the best rates in downtown. And many people don't know, but you can park for $7 all day on a Saturday or Sunday uh, in, in many of these garages, and then $7 during the week after 5 p.m. the whole rest of the evening. So come down, park once, and go uh, enjoy and explore uh, downtown. And, and there's over a dozen garages that are part of that program. And if you go to downtown Seattle, parking.com, either on your phone or your uh, uh, desktop or laptop, you can... Uh, find all those garages and we've tried to make it really easy for folks to to understand where to park and and then where to go from there. Thank you, John. I don't think that we necessarily know that. And that's why you're with us this morning to give us these important insights on how to navigate uh, more easily at any time of year, but certainly now when it can be quite busy. So knowing about that app, knowing about the website to be able to get there easily, economically, but also, see, the Downtown Seattle Association has very much to do with the organization of the commutes about all the way that uh, we are able to get into downtown and around downtown. Yeah, we were founded in 1958, and our mission is to create a healthy, vibrant uh, downtown. And, and uh, great cities and great regions, either around the country or around the world, 
have great downtowns. And, and we believe for a city to be healthy, that the downtown has to be healthy. And so uh, on behalf of our 700 uh, members that are companies and nonprofits in downtown, we work real hard to improve transportation and access, create a really uh, unique and inviting urban experience, um, and then focus on uh, continuing to attract investment in downtown and create jobs and new housing and ensure that our visitor industry uh, continues to thrive. So uh, we do that work uh, uh, 365 days a year with a great team of uh, individuals that are really committed to a healthy downtown and, and on behalf of uh, members and, and property owners in downtown. And, uh, and we're real proud of the, uh, the the progress that we've had in downtown over the last uh, decade plus of attracting more investment and more housing, retailers, new restaurants. Uh, the downtown is, is thriving uh, and uh, has never been stronger. And it's just a great time as a uh, someone visiting downtown or living downtown or working downtown to, to be a part of it. So we encourage folks uh, come during the holidays, but uh, come downtown uh, year-round. Uh, there's more to do and more to see than ever before. And along that line, what I really appreciated reading, and I think it states it so succinctly in terms of the work you do, you state that we are city makers because when downtown thrives, the whole city flourishes. I think that's just incredible. Yeah, downtowns, always, they've always been places where people uh, can come uh, take a risk, open a business, bring an idea, uh, and mix with others and partner with other nonprofits and city government to create great experiences and new opportunities and new jobs and uh, new small businesses. And uh, and that's the spirit of this place, of uh, people coming with an idea or with some investment or with some uh, a little bit of courage and some and some money to take a risk and create great experiences. And uh, and there's always something new, uh, but we've got uh, these longtime incredible icons and traditions uh, that have been here for some for 100 years. And uh, downtown is home to Seattle's first neighborhood in Pioneer Square and our newest neighborhood within the city in South Lake Union. So it's this incredible mix of old and new and, and history and authenticity uh, and that you just can't find anywhere else. And the variety of experiences that you can have here and the rich opportunity in one place uh, that's open for everybody is what makes downtown Seattle and downtowns across our country uh, so special. So we invite people to come participate in that and contribute to it uh, and bring their uh, ideas, bring their families, uh, come open new businesses, check out the ones that others have opened uh, and be a part of, of making a great downtown and making a great city. And so along those lines, if people wanted to investigate further or share some ideas or inquire further, uh, going to your website, would that be a good way to make a connection? Yeah, absolutely. We've just revamped our website, downtownseattle.org. It's a great uh, resource to learn more about our organization, what we're focused on, but also a lot of the great things uh, happening in downtown uh, Seattle. Uh, and uh, and the different programs and events and things that I've I've talked about today during the holidays, but also things that are happening uh, year round, both in in the two parks that we manage, Westlake Park and Occidental uh, Square, but also uh, the great opportunities throughout uh, the downtown neighborhoods uh, throughout the year. So downtownseattle.org is that site. It's uh, mobile friendly and also 
uh, uh, you can access, of course, on your desktop or laptop. And I think it's also a great invitation if perhaps you live in a surrounding community looking at these photographs of Seattle. They are incredible. And, well, any of them, but certainly looking at the ones now for the holiday season, uh, you just get inspired. The magic of it, I think, just reaches out right from the computer screen. Yeah, we've got a beautiful city, a beautiful downtown, and it it, uh, it looks even better when it's all uh, lit up in uh, in these dark uh, these dark months, and uh, it's a it's a great time of year to be here, and uh, and uh, we uh, look forward to many more visitors over the next several weeks, creating new memories uh, and uh, and uh, pursuing you know traditions that that they've had for many years with their families, and uh, I know I'll be doing the same with mine over the next couple of weeks, and trying a few new things, but also going back to those uh, those events and programs and that have uh, been part of uh, our family's traditions over many years. Exactly. And you've certainly touched on uh, a number of them for us to really participate in. But the thing to do is to just get down there and explore. And as you said, John, just by walking along, you never know what you may encounter that uh, you, you least expected or had no idea of finding. And that'll just, you know, use up all your attention and time. Yeah, coming coming downtown without a plan is an, is an okay thing to do. And and I, I, I love, uh, you know, having a weekend where you got nothing to do and there's no plan and there's no itinerary and you just sort of create one and you wander around and you walk and you stumble upon things that you didn't know uh, were there. And that's what makes uh, downtowns so great is that uh, everything's so proximate. Uh, you can get around easily uh, on foot or hop in the transit tunnel and go from uh, Westlake Center and be down in Occidental Square and Pioneer Square in just a few minutes or hop on the monorail and get up to uh, Seattle Center, uh, and uh, and coming without a plan is is absolutely okay, and uh, and finding uh, uh, those opportunities and sort of creating your itinerary as you uh, as you walk the streets of, of downtown is often a lot of fun. Exactly, and if you wanted to go from one community to the other, I believe on the weekends you can get like an all day pass to use on on the buses or on the link rail. Yeah, that's right. At the at the stations, uh, in the transit tunnel, uh, there's uh, machine vending machines there where you can uh, get day passes or passes for a longer period of time. So it makes it really easy to hop on a bus, hop on light rail, uh, and, and and get around. And then um, and you can purchase monorail tickets at, at Westlake Center and quickly get up to Seattle Center in just a couple of minutes. Uh, and and they just do a great job of uh, programming and putting on a real thick schedule of events over the next several weeks uh, up at Seattle Center. And if uh, and if it's the weather's okay and dry, the outdoor kids playground. If if families have not been to that, I think it's one of the best uh, playgrounds uh, within the region. It's just phenomenal. Opened a couple of years ago, uh, and it's just an incredible uh, uh, playground. And uh, and so if you can. Time your visit right. The kids certainly don't mind the rain, but sometimes the adults don't want to be out there. But if you can time your visit right and get a little weather window, uh, check out that playground as well. So, so many great, fun experiences to have downtown. And to realize, so stepping back from all that's going on, is to realize that there 
this just doesn't happen, that the Downtown Seattle Association really is significant in planning with the businesses, with our entities, like the with Metro, to to coordinate and make things happen well. It it really takes planning. It just doesn't magically occur. Yeah, we've had great partnerships over many years with with the city and, and the various departments and agencies there, with Visit Seattle and the great work that they do to promote our city and region and, and downtown really throughout the world to visitors. Uh, that are coming here throughout the world, uh, and great partnerships with folks like the Alliance for Pioneer Square and all the great work they do in the neighborhood of in, in the Pioneer Square neighborhood with Seattle Center and uh, with the market and the and the market foundation. And uh, so it's really a team effort of many businesses and nonprofits and our public sector partners coming together to uh, create uh, great traditions and experiences in our downtown throughout the holidays that everybody can enjoy. Uh, whether you live downtown or live in the city or, or are coming from somewhere else in the region. We want it to be a place that's welcoming for everybody and everybody and think of downtown as everybody's neighborhood. Yes, exactly. It's right here for all of us to uh, participate in and, and really take advantage of in a very positive way. And, you know, to think of some of these things when we go as north towards Seattle Center, thinking of this being over 50 years ago th- that this came on the scene and to keep it uh functional and up-to-date and continuing to evolve is really a coordinated effort there as well. Yeah, I mean, Seattle Center has just always been an incredible treasure since the World's Fair here in Seattle, and we see uh, lots of new investment come into Seattle Center, uh, an incredible uh, investment and renovation that's taking place now of the uh, Space Needle, $100 million going into that icon in our city to uh, really modernize the experience for visitors there with the complete redo of the restaurant and and other areas. Uh, Lots of uh, investment over the years in other parts of Seattle Center with the armory that's been redone, um, EMP, and and now converted to MoPOP, uh, the Museum of uh, Pop Culture. Uh, So if you haven't been to (laughs) Seattle Center, Certainly since the World's Fair, but even over the last couple of years, uh, you, you got to come down and, and check it out with uh, lots of new uh, investments and, and new events and programs. Jewelry Garden and Glass is another great example of a still fairly relatively new uh, glass museum and cafe that's just a great place. And, and more is coming. So we've never had a period like this in downtown with so much investment from both the public sector, but also uh, private entities and, and companies that are uh, creating new experiences, new restaurants, new retail, new arts and cultural experiences, and then new ways to get around and explore all of those. So um, there's been a lot of change over the last several years in downtown, and you can certainly see that in the skyline uh, in the changes that have taken shape there. And it's, uh, and it's exciting to see it at ground level as well and go experience uh, all the new opportunities in downtown. Exactly. And what I didn't realize until looking, you know, a little more so into the Downtown Seattle Association, you know, I see these these people around the street, men and women, uh, wearing their special, I think they're a bright yellow vest, that they are part of the Downtown Ambassadors. And 
really critical in terms of the kind of work that they do downtown, but that's all part of what you do as well. Yes, yeah, since 1999, downtown have been investing in um, a program to, on a daily basis, uh, keep downtown clean and welcoming. And we think that's really important to uh, the experience for visitors coming downtown, but also folks that live and, and work here. So we employ over 100 uh, individuals that are on the streets from 6 a.m. till 9.30 p.m., seven days a week, that are uh, keeping our public areas, our sidewalks and plazas, uh, clean and free of graffiti and picking up trash and picking up all the leaves that come down this time of year, which is a big task of, of theirs right now. And, uh, and we're real proud of that uh, program. We've set it up so it's a second chance job opportunity for individuals coming out of uh, homelessness or some folks that have had some criminal uh, history in their past. And we're giving folks a second chance to get their lives uh, on track in, in many uh, in, in many occasions and, and help keep our downtown and our city clean. And they're real proud of their work as they should be. And, and uh, we're real proud to have uh, a real clean and, and welcoming uh, downtown. So critical. And thank you for really uh, expanding on that for us because it really is a program that uh, is larger than what it sounds and certainly something to be recognized and applauded. Uh, I'm I'm so thrilled. I've seen them on the streets, and uh, I think next time I need to make the effort to when I see a person is to thank them for this great work that they're doing. Yeah, we sure appreciate that, and they do too, just hearing from uh, the public and others that uh, are are wandering by, seeing them keeping our uh, sidewalks uh, clean and and free of litter, to uh, to stop and thank them. They they uh, they certainly appreciate that, and they're really uh, treasured by the folks who uh, live, work, and visit uh, downtown because we all benefit from the work they do on a daily basis. Yes. We should never really take anything for granted. And uh, here we are at this season of the year. Maybe it makes us think about it a little more, and it's going to set a, a new tradition for us to just act like this all the time. But uh, to have that gratitude for all of us, for each other, the work that we do, and making our community bigger and better. Yeah, absolutely. We're certainly dealing with some difficult issues in our city and in our region, but we've got a lot of things to be thankful for and in, in being in this great place and our great city and our great downtown is, is certainly one of them. Uh, so I wholeheartedly agree with your sentiments for this holiday season. Yes. And so using uh, the adage from the website again, from the downtownseattle.org website, spend the season downtown. We've been talking about so many wonderful and great things to do. You've mentioned some of your favorites, John. We can make our new favorite. Each year might be a, a chance to do that, but it's the exploring of it that's going to reveal that to us, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the traditions are great and encourage people to you know, continue those traditions that are special to you, but there's so many new uh, opportunities and, and experiences to be had in downtown that, you know, yeah, try try a few new things every year that then become the tradition next year. Uh, there's uh, just so much happening and, and so much uh, really positive uh, change and, and opportunity in our downtown uh, during this season and throughout the year that uh, so many new things to, uh, to try and, and explore. Yes.
But this season certainly is the magical one. When November comes along, the days get shorter. It certainly can kind of feel like a down situation. But outcome the lights just as it is now it's the city is sparkling and uh, it can't help but just lift the spirits and and make us feel really great and so it needs to be experienced that's it yeah the the, the sidewalks and streets are are lit up and the and the sidewalks this time of year really are full of people and so the vibrancy downtown is just great it's uh, you know, so many art and cultural institutions of great programming this time of year. They're bringing lots of people into downtown. So just a vibrant, festive feeling with uh, lots of people on the streets and uh, uh, and uh, enjoying all that downtown has to offer. Yes. And who knows? We may even meet some new friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you have certainly given us ample reasons to be downtown this holiday season and throughout the year, too. But focusing right now on just so much going on. And if, if we want to just lift ourselves up or just uh, share some wonderful experiences with people coming through to visit us on the holidays, this is the place to do it. So, John Scholes, I thank you so greatly for taking your time with us this morning to just open up the picture a little more for us. Well, great to be with you, Kate, and happy holidays, and hope to see you uh, out in downtown here over the next couple of weeks. Yes, indeed. Thanks.